Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Today we got two stories of Karens. The first, Karen says that she literally owns the beach, which, by the way, it is a public beach by law. And the second, Karen tries to blame the waiter for spilling a drink on her when the Karen literally spills the drink on herself. With that being said, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Alex. So anyways, Alex was around 17, 18, he was about a junior in high school, and he had a group of buddies. And there was a beach that um, they all decided to on spring break vacation to. So yes, there's a lot of stigma of teenagers going on spring break. In fact, I'm not a teenager. I'm a college student. But I recently went on spring break. And let me just say that if you go on spring break with a bunch of your buddies, yeah, there's going to be a little chaos. There's going to be a little bit of mischief. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is Alex and his friends you know what? They were fairly straight edge. They weren't going to be up to something. All they wanted to do was enjoy some time on the beach. So Alex and his friends arrived to this beach and they actually, for some reason, already have done the research and know that this beach is a public beach. The reason I think why they were checking it out is because there wasn't a ton of people at the beach last time they drove by it. And they wanted to make sure that it wasn't a private beach to make sure that they don't get in trouble right? I wouldn't even check this. If I see a beach, man, I'm not going to lie. I'm walking on it. I don't really care. But like they're going above and beyond to make sure that they're going to be okay. Anyways, so after Alex and his friends find out that the beach is public property and that they can rightfully go on it without any problems, or at least they think so, they all, you know, they drive to the beach and they bring like beach chairs and some beach. They're kind of planning to stake out there for the day. So anyways, they sit down and, or they get there and they sit down on the beach. They do, you know, they have their chairs. They have some like beach games, whatever. Uh, maybe, you know, they whatever, right? And uh, that's when Alex, he's faced the other, or he's kind of more faced to the side. His friends are facing straight to the ocean. That's when Alex notices that this lady is approaching out of seemingly from nowhere. Okay, I shouldn't say seemingly from nowhere. She was coming from across the street, walking down the steps and into the beach. So this was a public beach and Alex wasn't necessarily uh, convinced that she was coming for them, but Alex just kind of knew. I don't know if you guys agree with this, 
where I've experienced this, but sometimes you can just tell a Karen coming a mile away. Sometimes you will just know if a Karen is coming in your direction. Something about the way that they hold themselves, the way that they walk, the way that they glare at you, even in their, you know, their uh, aviator sunglasses or whatever, you can still kind of tell the way that they're looking at you. So Alex just kind of knew that at a minimum trouble was up, but he was hoping and he was praying that this Karen was just another person who happened to just look, I don't know, he misjudged her and she was just coming down to have a nice stroll on the beach. Maybe she was coming down to meet her grandson. Maybe she was coming down to just enjoy the tranquility of nature. Unfortunately, Alex was quite correct. So yeah, sure enough, Alex watches as she walks over to the group of boys and uh, Alex kind of like turns his head to his friends and says briefly like, yo, like straighten up. They weren't even doing anything. They were just kind of sitting there, but just in case one of them decides to do something stupid, say something stupid, maybe one of them brought something that they shouldn't, that Alex didn't know about, and they just happened to whip it out at the wrong time. He just wanted to make sure everyone was on their best behavior, even though they already were on pretty good behavior beforehand. So yeah, sure enough, uh, the Karen walks over and is like, what are you boys doing out here? And Alex, you know, being very respectful or whatever, is like, uh, man, we are just enjoying a day in the beach. And she's like, you can't be doing that. And Alex is just very, first of all, very thrown off guard because she doesn't elaborate yet on what her massive scheme slash lie is. But at this point, Alex literally thinks she just means you can't be having fun on the beach, like point blank, end of story. Yeah, so uh, obviously... Uh, Alex gives her a bit of a, huh, type look. And she's like, this is private property. Do you see that house up there? And she points to a house that's across the street. And the funny thing is, too, is that there are houses on the side of the street that is on the side that the beach is on. She's pointing to her house, which is, yes, it is kind of beachfront um, because you can see the beach from her house. But it's across the road. There's a set of houses that are actually beachfront, and her house is across the road from the beachfront houses and also across the road from the beach. So, two things. One, Alex knows if this is private property, it's the private property, which is the beach really private property? Maybe it is, but are you really supposed to be enforcing that? Anyways, no debate on private property here. Uh, if it was private property, it would have been private property of the house that was directly in front of, which she did not live in. And two, as I said earlier, he'd already done his research. So Alex very, you know, politely says, hey, ma'am, I think you're mistaken. Maybe there's another plot of land or beach that is yours, but, um, I already checked online and this beach is a public beach. Like I can be here. Um, we aren't being too loud or noisy or invasive of any way, but if we are being too loud, then we can, uh, we can quiet down a little bit if you'd like. So you see, Alex understands that this is a Karen and also understands he doesn't want to escalate a situation. Guys, even when you're in the right sometimes, sometimes it's better off just to offer, you know, offer the olive branch, try and get some peaceful resolution. Even if the other person is 100% wrong and you're 100% right, like Alex is in the situation, is it really worth it from Alex's perspective for him to have to deal with an angry Karen? No. So he tries to be very peaceful, but the Karen must have been on some crazy power trip or believe she has some authority, some authority that she really didn't. Because she's like, 
boys, I asked nicely. If you do not leave in the next minute, I will be forced to call the cops. So Alex's friends look at him like, hey, man, I'm not trying to have a call like a cop call up my mom and say like, hey, your son's your son's here, whatever. And Alex kind of gives them a look of like, I know what I'm doing, which a little bold for someone in a junior in high school. But hey, man, I kind of respect it. So Alex decides that, you know, him and the boys are going to stand their ground. And Alex says, ma'am, like, if you call the police, then I'm sure that either we, we will have this misunderstanding, like, sorted through. Otherwise, we're going to stay here. And Alex's friends are, they're like, hey, man, they're kind of like, hey, man, we can leave. Like, I'm not trying to, Alex is like, looks at them like, no. Because here's the thing. Alex isn't looking for trouble, but he's also not trying to be bullied around. He's not trying to be pushed around. He's not trying to be bullied by this old lady. So, yeah, he decides to stand it out. So the Karen's a little kind of thrown off guard that they decided to basically call her bluff. But now she feels almost entitled to go through with it. So Karen, sure enough, calls the cops. And Alex's friends are basically metaphorically doing number two in their pants. They're just like, Alex, bro, like, it's not that deep, bro. We don't need to do this. And Alex is like, guys, relax. I got this. Do you not trust me or something? They're like, no, we do, bro. Anyways, cops show up. And the cops were like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, what's going on here? And the Karen is like, like, these boys will not respect my wish to leave. And the cops are like, uh, ma'am, like, this, they, they can stay here. I'm not super sure. Because um, I, I guess she wasn't really specific on the phone. She's just like, I need you guys to get here now. These boys are being a menace or whatever. And the cops are kind of like, okay, whatever. And so they're like, and the Karen's like, but they're disturbing the peace. And the cops look over bunch of guys they don't even have a speaker there there's there's no like beverages there's no speaker there's nothing really and they're all just kind of sitting there in their chairs and the cops are like uh like boys uh, were you being too loud and so alex explains hey like i she came over i said oh i'll pipe down if you like and then she said that we have to leave because it's her private property and the police kind of turned to the karen and the karen's like well i mean I was, I was just saying that as a figure of speech, which, bro, that's not figure of speech. Stop lying. The cops were like, uh, well, this is a public beach. No one's public, uh, private property. Uh, if we get a noise complaint, that would be valid. But, um, yeah, it kind of seems like nothing's going on here. Ma'am, did you tell these boys that this was your private property? She's like, oh, I was just saying it to make a point. And they're like, ma'am, this is not your private property. Please do not pretend like it is. And if you call us to enforce that, we cannot enforce something. That is not true. Have a good day, guys. And they just get up and leave. And the Karen's like, fine. And she gets up and lot walks away too. So yeah, Alex and his friends, they enjoy their time at the beach. Hey, so we're going to call the subscriber in the next story submitted this one, Emily. So Emily was a waiter at this fast food restaurant. I don't know if it was a chain. I don't know if it was more local, but it was some kind of like fast food restaurant. Emily got this job. She was around 17, 18. So around the age of the other guy um, who submitted a story. And uh, she was doing this job not because she enjoys being a waiter. I don't think there's a lot of waiters or especially people who bust dishes or whatever who truly enjoy it. I mean, hey, man, it might be your passion. But what I'm trying to say is it was a job because, you know, she needed slash wanted money. And it was one of the only jobs around that, you know, when you're 16 or 17, especially, um, there's not a lot of jobs you could get. But being a waiter is one that is it's open, right? It's open for you to get. I mean, still very competitive, but you know what I mean? So anyways, she did not necessarily enjoy this job, but, uh, I mean, a lot of people don't like their jobs. So, uh, sure enough, she goes, she clocks in. It all seemed like a normal Friday night, which 
a lot of these stories start off with me saying it seemed like a normal Saturday afternoon, Monday morning in math class. Always seems like a normal whatever, right? So it seemed like a normal Friday night, but it was a little bit more busy than usual. So Emily was already a little bit more stressed out because a lot of people, a lot of things to remember. If something goes wrong, even if it's not her fault, she'll get blamed. And she knows with more people, more likely she'll get blamed. So she gets assigned to this table and it's a table of uh, basically this, this group of ladies. And one of the ladies, we're going to call the Karen. The others were okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that they were only okay because they didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but they also didn't step in to like stop their Karen friend's behavior. If anything, their silence kind of egged it on. So while they might not be Karens themselves, they definitely aren't angels in this situation. So the Karen, um, oh, anyways, back up a little bit. So Emily goes over to the table, very nice. We're like, hey, like ladies, like what can I get you guys uh, off the menu today? And they go around and the Karen asks for some kind of hot drink. It's a Friday night, so I don't think it was a hot coffee. It could have been. I've definitely gotten like a cappuccino or something, a coffee later at night if I knew I needed to be up for a couple more hours and I just need a little bit more. So maybe it was a hot coffee. But it could have been a hot tea, could have been a hot, any other kind of drink. What you need to know is it was a fairly hot drink. So anyways, Emily goes over, puts in the order, does a bunch of other tables, dishes, stuff, whatever, and eventually the order's ready. So Emily walks over with a tray of the drinks, because she put in an order for the food items, but they weren't ready, but the drinks were ready. And once she walks over there, she hears the Karen mutter to her other friends, finally, like, finally, took so long, oh my gosh. Like, the Karen's already doing that. Thankfully, the Karen's not saying that directly to Emily's face, which, I mean, I guess I guess that's a step up, but the Karen's about to be not so great to Emily either way. So yeah, sure enough, right, uh, Emily puts down all the drinks, and she actually gives a warning to the Karen, like, hey, ma'am, just a warning, this glass is hot, right? Like, this drink's hot, be careful. And the Karen's like, thank you, I know, which, like, you can just say, thanks. You can just say, hey, okay. Good to know. You don't have to say, thank you, I already know this piece of information. Stop treating me like a child and then proceed to spill it all over you. But anyways, so Emily is about to turn when she hears a Karen go, ah! And Emily turns around and the Karen is like, had spilled some of this like hot liquid, like hot drink or whatever on herself. So Emily's immediate reaction is, oh my God, ma'am, are you okay? Like, can I come in? Like, do you want, like, cold water? Do you want napkins? Whatever. And the Karen's, like, embarrassed that the fact that she, after saying, like, oh, I already know it's a hot drink, spilled the hot drink on herself. So you know what the Karen does? She's like, uh, uh, you spilled this on me, which is preposterous. Emily was literally, like, five feet away, unless Emily has a, a tail, like a fox tail that no one knows about, and turned around, right? How did she spill it, bro? Yeah, so at this point, Emily's really taken off guard, because... She knows she didn't spill it. She knows she didn't even accidentally spill it and not realize. So she is really just completely bewildered, completely confused, has really no idea. She's just like, what? And the Karen is like, manager, manager, of course, right? It's almost like storybook. It's textbook, bro. It's textbook at this point. Of course, the Karen calls for the manager. So, uh, yeah, the manager actually happens to be walking from place to place and must and kind of rushed over. And Emily is in kind of a state of shock because she didn't expect the Karen to 
falsely rat her out like this. And the Karen is like, this young lady spilled this hot drink all over me. If you don't fire her this instant, I will be forced to sue this establishment, which is like such an escalation. I honestly don't know why the Karen did this, maybe just because she was a Karen and maybe she was just so embarrassed. But I mean, I've seen so many articles of uh, like a woman awarded $15 million for spilling drink on herself. Just really stupid stuff. And I think the Karen knew this. And I think she was trying to scare the manager into firing Emily, which is ridiculous. The Karen spilled the drink on herself and she's taking it out on Emily because she's a klutz. Uh, uh, not Emily, but the Karen, bro. What can I say? Hey, if you made it this far into the video, comment Karen down below. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed with notifications on and left a like on this video. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure that you've rated the podcast five stars, followed me on Spotify, and also turn on the notifications on Spotify too. Anyways, yes, let's get right back to it. So yeah, the Karen at this point is trying to force the manager into firing Emily on the spot for basically nothing, which Emily was in a position where she didn't, well, she kind of needed the money, but she also was supported at home to a degree. But what if the Karen decided to do this on a waitress who maybe was a little bit older and this was her job, her full-time job, and she had no one to rely on and maybe she had a child at home and dot, 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 on and on. Like, you're really firing this person for something that they didn't do over uh, your own embarrassing decision to try and cover. It's like so irresponsible and ridiculous that a grown woman would do this. Anyways, so the manager was kind of like, because, uh, I mean, the manager was realized he knows about the articles. He knows about what this woman would probably do. And he looks at Emily, and Emily's, like, in the middle of, like, oh, tearing up and trying to choke through, like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I swear, I swear. The Karen's like, she's lying. She's just trying not to get fired. And that's when, and that's when, thankfully, there's a couple that was sitting next to them the whole time and witnessed the whole thing. So the man steps up and says, like, sir to the manager, I witnessed the whole thing go down. Your waitress did not spill that drink on this woman. And the Karen's like, what? And he's like, the waitress was actually very far away from the woman when the, drunk, when the drink spilled. The woman very hastily grabbed the drink and accidentally splashed it on herself. And it seems that for some reason, she's trying to blame your waitress to uh, hide the embarrassment of her own actions. And the Karen's like, this is not true. This is ridiculous. And the manager was very upset. Because he's like, you know how serious this is to try and put someone out of a job for something that they didn't do, even if they did do it, like to try and get them out of their job is ridiculous. The Karen's like, but, but, but. And the way, and at this point, like the manager is like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to ask you and your party to leave, which is funny because the Karen was trying to avoid embarrassment. And then she gets them all kicked out and she's like, you won't kick me out because I will sue you. And the manager literally just says, all right, then see you in court. 